Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, July 12. Today, why lying is football's second language. Fair game, Freddie. The New South Wales coach kidding himself if he thinks his future is off limits. Formula One bombshell. Daniel Ricciardo back on the grid. And Warner's warning, will the Aussie Open a play in the fourth Ashes test? Let's get straight into it. Daniel Ricciardo has joined AlphaTauri on loan from Red Bull and will drive for them for the rest of the season. A major Formula One story breaking overnight. Daniel Ricciardo returning to an F1 car. We are back! The Aussie has been sent on loan from Red Bull to AlphaTauri. The unlucky driver to lose his seat, Nick de Vries, the 28-year-old Dutchman, axed after just 10 races with immediate effect. He was sitting dead last in the Drivers' Championships, one of only two drivers without a point. We don't have driver's licences. Ricardo doesn't have to wait long to race again. His first GP back will be in Hungary on July 23. Formula One reporter Craig Slater told Sky Sports it comes after Ricardo impressed in testing for Red Bull after the British Grand Prix. Fascinating that Daniel Ricciardo comes back in on the day that he has tested this year's Red Bull car at Silverstone. Um, that's the first time he's been in Formula One machinery, up-to-date Formula One machinery, since he lost his drive at McLaren. It's the first time since 2013 we've had two F1 drivers on the grid when Mark Webber was still racing. Ricardo will compete against Oscar Piastri, who took his seat at McLaren. Greg Alexander is a seasoned media performer on Fox Sports, so as a New South Wales assistant or the Tom Hagen-style consigliere to Freddie's godfather, if you will, he should know better when accusing the media of a smear campaign against the coach simply by talking about his future. As Buzz Rothfield from the Daily Telegraph points out, the spotlight wouldn't be on Fittler if the origin losses weren't piling up. We are legitimately entitled to question every decision the New South Wales Blues have made because they've lost three of the last four series. And I don't take any of it back. And Buzz told Fox League the media, or even just Blues fans in general, are well within their rights to question some of the head-scratching selections that have been made. In our jobs, we questioned last year why Regan Campbell-Gillard and Josh Adokar didn't make the side. Then they went to England with Mal Meninga and knocked off Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand won the World Cup. Those two players. Had a car was nearly best on tour. And it's not just selections in previous years that have raised eyebrows. Take Stefano Utoi Kamanu, who was dropped after just 12 minutes off the bench on his debut in Game 2. Freddie's explanation for dropping the Tigers prop was he'll be rested. Now? I just woke up. To credit Stefano, though, he took the news in his stride. I didn't take it to heart or anything. I'm, I knew that, you know, because we lost the game, he's going to make a few changes. But league legend Wendell Saylor fears, regardless of the result in Game 3 tonight, Freddie's papers are stamped. I love Freddie, and I don't want to say this, but they're going to go in a different direction. They're going to have to look at someone else because whatever Freddie's been doing hasn't worked, and you've got to go uh, another route. Off the top, I mentioned that lying is football's second language, and this is why. Six days ago, Suns Chief Executive Mark Evans called a press conference after veteran journalist Caroline Wilson claimed coach Stuart Jew would be sacked within a month. This was Evans' response to that at the time. So I've said time and time again, Stewie's our coach, contracted for this year and next year, does a good job, he'll be contracted well into the future. So 
All I can say is he's got my support to go and get on with the job and manage our players and our staff as well as we can. As Eddie Maguire would say, it's been a big week in football because less than a week after throwing his support behind you, and he's been sacked. I'll make it clear. Like, we think we've got a great playing list and we think we've got some experts in our football department and we think that we'll need a new senior coach to actually go to the level we need to, to get to. Mark Evans owes Caro an apology. Not only did she correctly predict Jew would be sacked, but that assistant Stephen King would take the reins until the end of the season. A very specific and accurate report that shows there must have been a direct leak at the Suns. Maybe someone with a vested interest in Jew's departure. But that's beside the point. What really changed in the past week for Gold Coast to swing the axe? I would argued the loss to the high-flying power in Adelaide over the weekend wasn't that bad or unexpected compared to the pantsing from the Pies on their home deck the week before. What really seems to have changed is that Bob East, Gold Coast's chair, was overseas a week ago, so they couldn't sack the coach while the big boss was out of town. Once he came back, the inevitable happened, and the basket case sons are on the lookout for a new senior coach to guide them to their first finals appearance. There is a clear gap between where we currently sit and where our expectations lie. And the senior coach uh, selection process will be solely designed to close that gap. So seeing as we don't believe anything Suns Chiefs tell us, we also don't believe their claim that they hadn't already reached out to triple premiership coach Damien Harwick to gauge his interest in taking over at the AFL outpost. And Saints legend Nick Rewalt isn't buying it either. Maybe it was the day after Damien Harwick left Richmond that they made the decision. Mm. Mark Evans was strong and emphatic in saying he hasn't spoken to Damien Hardwick. Didn't say he hasn't spoken to Damien Hardwick's manager. Regardless of what Stewie Jew did, his papers were stamped. And you can hear Rewalt's thoughts in full on the latest step of Footy Talk, now available on the Listener app. We've spoken a lot about lying in sport or at least reading between the lines. Well, what do you make of this response from Aussie Test coach Andrew McDonald when questioned about whether David Warner's place in the fourth Ashes Test is guaranteed? I think we've got everything to consider uh, in terms of Mitch Marsh um, coming in, what the balance looks like, our all-rounders, and there'll be an assessment of the players at the back end of this test. We've got a big break, so you would say that most of the bowlers should be fit and available. We've got Josh, obviously, um, missed this one, so he'll be he'll be ready to go for that test match. Um, and, yeah, we've got an extra batter who's put his hand up and we'll have to consider the options ahead. As Liam Flanagan spoke about on the scorecard yesterday, Warner is Stuart Broad's bunny, dismissing him 17 times, including twice at Headingley. And with Mitch Marsh clubbing a century in that test, it would be tough to drop him for Manchester next week. So Cameron Green and Marsh, two all-rounders in the batting lineup. That would mean Warner goes and maybe Travis Head promoted to opener as he was in India. One selection McDonald did confirm, though, is Todd Murphy will get another crack in the fourth test. Yeah, we like a spinner, and I think I was on the record in saying that in the, in the lead-up to this match. We like to have a balanced attack. gives you options. You can take pace out of the game. And if you're listening via Spotify, remember, hit that bell so you don't miss the app every morning. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.